You've played the missions. But do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is a little lore episode recorded June 28th, 2022 for the Trespasser Sidearm. I am your host for this episode, and my name is Orchid. And my name is Rendell Zivas. Hi, Rendell. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, this isn't here tonight. This is going to be bedlam. You know it is, and that's why you brought me on. We, rem we remember what happened last time. Oh, do I remember? <laughs> <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I have some podcast info for you. Uh, we encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at hey, it's Orchid. You can tweet at Elemist, who's not here, at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can tweet at Rindle at Rindle Zevis. You could also send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you can find the podcast. I don't even know where that is anymore. Apparently at Apple, Google, Spotify, those places. All your normal places that you get your delicious podcast. I don't know why I just said that. Not delicious places. <laughs> Yummy, delectable podcasts. Tasty podcasts. Not SoundCloud. Um, you can find us in our Discord at discord.gg slash lorehub. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Every little bit helps. Uh, we really do appreciate all the support that we've been given. So thank you so much. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, thank you, especially in this uh, financial climate, which is bullshit. Holy My shit. groceries are dumb expensive. I spent $85 on gas for my car this week, and I feel really poor right now. <laughs> yeah, big same. <laughs> What the hell is happening? It cost $70 to fill the tank on the 8.6 the other day. What? Yep. California, get your shit together. Now, bear in mind as I say this, I don't live in Los Angeles. You know this. I know. You live far away. Right. But I had to go into LA the other day. It is literally $7 a gallon. Oh my god. Why? It's I think um where I live in like the kind of like the mid Willamette Valley in uh in Oregon it's 550-ish. What? Kind of where I live. Oh my god, I'd kill for gas to be that cheap down here. Yeah. I mean, we don't have we don't have tax. We don't have sales tax, so that's why like gas is so much less expensive where I live. Right. I keep forgetting. But anyway, um, you can find our info also on the lorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators who are not complaining uh, about their gas. Also, we're still there, probably. I didn't even get a chance to say wait for it. Damn it. Nope, you did not. Anyway, um, our first item actually is more of a serious item. 
this dates the podcast. Um, this is our statement about women's reproductive rights at Bungie. Um, Guardians of Lore hold that reproductive rights are human rights. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And we stand with Bungie and their recent statement. We don't usually make political statements on this podcast, but this is a matter of human rights and this isn't a political statement. So uh, we're not going to stay silent on this. So get wrecked. Honestly, couldn't say it much better myself. Yeah. Like, get the get the fuck out of my vagina. Okay, that's it. Um, so Elmist was a guest on the Eventide Radio talking about the Duality Dungeon and Callus' story. We'll have more about that when he's back this week. That's why he's gone this week. Uh, he was recording a lot today, so he couldn't be here when we recorded. So he will have more about that when he is back. So he was very, very busy. And he's moved into his apartment. He's not a swamp thing anymore. He's not living in the lake or whatever he was doing. He's now a lake monster watching all the girls walking by in bikinis. Or, you know, so he was telling me. He's now a lake monster? Jesus. He's absolutely a lake monster now. (sighs) But you said he wasn't a lake monster anymore. Not He is is no longer a swamp monster. Oh, I, I misunderstood. Yeah, he got himself all cleaned up and <laughs> upgraded. Oh, Jesus. Wow, he's moved <laughs> up in life. Um, I have news. Uh, I was on the lore panel at GCX. Yes, you were. They let me back on. I spoke to humans, guys. Was I at GCX? No. I was not going to go to Florida. You, you made an Kidding. entire room of people in Florida laugh their asses off. Oh, my God. <laughs> so for people who were there, um, this is from my perspective. This is what happened that morning. Uh, we were not told how we were going to be doing the lore panel until three hours before the lore panel. Oh, no, we were not given any directions or anything. Until three hours before the lore panel. And they had also changed the time of the lore panel, like, the day before. So the lore panel was supposed to be at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And they changed it to 3 p.m. And it was supposed to be in the big room, like, the big main hall. Because it's always very popular every year. I think that's the one, the, the main one that everyone goes to. And... They were like, no, we're going to put it in the small room because like no one's going to show up for that. And I think all of us was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like everyone is going to go to this. This is why people go like this is this is the one people go to. (laughs) They're like, no, no one's going to show up. And all of us are like, "Okay, well, um, have fun with trying to fit all these people in this room. (laughs) <laughs> I would hope that this would be a massive wake-up call for somebody in GCX management, because, my God. Oh, no, they don't care about nerds, because they just want to be with the cool people. And it's like this every year. And, like, I hate throwing shade on people, but, like, they treat, like, the cosplayers and, like, the lore, lore nerds they treat us not as well as people who are like the big time streamers and PVPers and all of those people. Like they treat them a lot better than they treat us. And that's just how it's been is we're just not as cool. That just sounds like so. a case of some old bullshit. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but 
they put us in the little room. Uh, it was standing room only. People were going out into the hallway out of the room. I got pictures from friends who were there because I had asked people on Twitter. I'm like, if you're there, you know, take a picture. I want to see. Um, show me your lovely faces. So I got lots of selfies from people. Uh, if you were there and took a selfie, thank you. I really appreciated it because I was very nervous. <laughs> So it was nice to see like everyone's faces of people I knew. It was really nice. We could not really see you guys. We had we were supposed to have a camera so we could see the room. Didn't have that. Bife took a video from there. Uh, he was such a dear and did his best to relay information. We had no audio for the room, mm. so we couldn't hear your questions or hear you guys talk. So he had to repeat everything to us. Well, I mean, and that's, that's just Bife's demeanor generally. He's just such a wonderful, he is, he is a delight. He really is. He's such a nice person. But yeah, we couldn't hear anybody. We couldn't see anybody. So we got like zero feedback from everybody. So it was really awkward. And we were supposed to be in Discord. And then they're like, oh, wait, we're going to do Zoom at like the very last oh, minute. No. Yeah. And so all of us are like, we don't want to use our work accounts. We need to quickly make accounts that are not work accounts. God, who the fuck organized this? A GCX did <sighs> at the very last minute. Yeah, that explains a bunch, doesn't it? Yeah, so like Baxter, Maddie, um, Scarlett, and I are all in like a Zoom call together. Like the very last minute. And we're like, can you see my name? I want to make sure no one sees my name. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know if it was working or not. It was so bad. Oh, shit. But like, oh, my God. And Matt looks so tired because like his son, Leo, had just been born like a week prior. Right. Holy and fuck. So he was exhausted and like Leo had a bunch of problems, like medical problems and had been in the NICU. Oh. Um, and so like Matt was just destroyed. And... um. And Baxter was tired because Baxter had just moved um, back to the UK from Ireland. And so he was tired and I had just moved. So I was tired. So all of us were just like, not our best. <laughs> it was really bad. On a side note, just because I haven't had a chance to say anything from me, massive congratulations to Maddie, Island Games. Leo is just so fucking cute oh my god leo's so cute he's so good at twitch already oh my god <laughs> he has he already has he had an emote like five minutes after he was on twitch <laughs> I mean, of course he so. did <laughs> yeah yeah so he's very precious. cute he's got emotes already he's so cute but yeah so of course there was a statement the same question that we get asked i swear to god every single time we get together um, for any lore panel of any kind, whether it is for Ishtar or GCX or anything, people ask, can Guardians have children? Every single time. I have to ask, why in the hell are people obsessed with this idea? I think legitimately, I think this time it's because we had lore about it. No, no, right. I get that because we just had that bit of lore with Zavala. But my point is just the fact that this is a question that goes back years that people have been asking this. And we've had this question so many times. So many times. 
I'm sorry. I'm just thinking back to the reaction of just watching it live. And, you know, the question's asked. Bife just gives the answer that he's going to give, you know, the official response, I guess you could call it. He gave the answer, no, Guardians cannot have children because we have seen no evidence that Guardians can have children in any lore. So therefore, obviously, Guardians can't have kids. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, just because it's not in lore doesn't mean they can't have kids. Like, that's not a very good sample size. I mean... Like, lore is small. It's not what we heard you say on stage, though. I know, but that was what I was thinking. <laughs> like, in the back of my head, being the scientist I am, I'm just like, that's bullshit. And so I'm sitting there, like, with my hand out and my mouth open, like, about to go, like, I'm a scientist, and that's horseshit. <laughs> Orchid just sitting there going, well, actually. That is actually like what I was, I was going to be like, well, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a scientist. Let me tell you how statistics work. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, just because. Just because guardians don't have children doesn't mean they don't fuck is what actually came out of my mouth. The whole the whole of the auditorium just bursts out laughing. Bife's face has just gone beat red as she's just cracking up on the desk. sitting there going oh i did it again fuck it's upskirting the darkness all over again it's upskirting the darkness all over again i'm two for two they're never gonna ask me back now you say that but that reaction was clipped so many times i know (sighs) and i'm sitting there and i'm like fuck and everyone i'm looking at twitch chat everyone's like orchid orchid what the fuck orchid what did you do orchid not again orchid this is upskirting the darkness again orchid times two orchid 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 and wife is just like orchid times what two. the fuck and maddie's just like get the swear jar and i'm like god damn it again and i'm just like Uh, and i'm getting messages on twitter like my phone that i had on silent is like i'm watching the screen turn on like on the on my desk my screen is suddenly lighting up i'm like fuck (laughs) i was trying so hard to pay attention to things and all of a sudden like everything's erupting i'm like what did i do what you did was say what everyone was thinking I know, and I heard the whole room just like erupt. And I, oh, and Twitter just like, oh, fuck. And, um, and yeah. I got a lot of Twitter followers out of that. And I'm like, guys, I don't know if you know this, but I'm like 90% otter pictures. So that was your GCX, was it? <laughs> it was very funny though uh, good times yeah and then bife of course like tweets the next morning that he said it's iconic <laughs> that's a word for like, it the next morning he's he tw- <laughs> he tags me in it and says like iconic moment like the most iconic moment of gcx and i'm like i mean he's not wrong okay I guess I'm coming back next year then. (laughs) I guess it's all fine. 
It's okay. It's all fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. I was only invited back because Focus Fire Chat is like the ones who like I went over this before in a different episode, but we're like the ones that started the lore panel. And so I don't have that like safety blanket next year. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I don't have to be there next year. So I'm like, we <laughs> until, they, don't have until they confirm that you're invited back next year. And then you'll be looking at it just going, fuck. I know, but I'll actually be at GCX next year. So I actually have tickets for next year. I'll be there next year. Mm. So I'll be there in Realsy's life next year. Yes. I know. You can look at my can look at my dumb face next year. You can watch me say that shit in real life. <laughs> Make it three for three next year. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, so that was GCX. That was the lore panel. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, we had so many technical problems though. Right. Like, right holy fuck it's because it wasn't supposed to be in that room and they hadn't set it up and like some asshole kept touching the buttons and i swear to god like all the people in in dla and destiny lore audio file and like all my voice actor friends who were in chat watching it on twitch all wanted to like do a murder (laughs) i it was just I wanted to reach through my monitor and just grab the audio engineer by the scruff of the neck and just leave the buttons alone, you piece of shit! They're like, can you stop? Can you stop touching things and doing things and just being around? Can you stop? Can you just not do anything? I liked it better when you were gone and not here. Yeah, can you just, can you stop? Can you just... Just stop being alive. You unalive yourself. Thanks. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. So. Jesus. It was fun, though. It was good. I'm glad that we did it. Even though it was weird that we were all in a weird Zoom call that didn't really work. It was very bizarre. So bizarre happenstance, or perhaps not. You said that you had a new segment that you wanted to debut this episode, right? Oh my god, I have a mystery to solve. Roll the intro! And now, in a new presentation for Guardians of Law, presenting the continuing adventures of our intrepid investigator. She's always hot on the heels of a brand new case. It's Orkadoo Gumshoe! It's the under, you asshole! That was a really good intro. Thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. It was a pleasure to produce. Yeah. Thank you, future me. It is me. me on Nerd, though. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Thanks, future you. Because I'm just like, yeah, high five. High five me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, I got a mystery box in the mail from Amazon. It had no label inside of it. I don't know who it's from. It had, it came to my full name. No one ever sends me things to my full name, which confused me because no one knows my full name except my mother. And also dead man is the only other person who knows my full name, but he lives in Australia and he doesn't send me stuff. So I know it wasn't him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, inside the box 
are the following contents. A pair of champagne flutes. Kind of nice. Not like bougie, but like nice. Like I wouldn't buy them because A, I don't drink champagne, but also B, like I don't have money. I'm poor. Two, a pair of like a five pack of ladies underwear of five different colors, size large. I know that I didn't buy them because a size large is not like a size 16, which is what I wear because I'm thick. I'm like Keitel. I'm a thick girl. Ah. And I also. So this is why you like Callus as much as you do, huh? Oh my God. Callus is a thick boy. But also, um, I know my mom didn't buy them because my mom is like a bird. She's a size two. Hmm. So they're not hers either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's no way. And like, it, it's not my sister-in-law's and it's not my sister's because they're they're both like around my size. So it's none of ours. Okay. All women in my family would not fit in this underwear. Uh-huh. And also like not, none of us drink champagne. Also, if, if any of us drink champagne, it'd be out of a fucking mug because we're all gremlins. <laughs> The last time I drank champagne was out of a mug that had um, an opossum on it with like a like an upside down pentagram that said like "Go fast, eat trash" or something. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like exactly the kind of mug you would own. My sister in law bought it for me. I use it now. I have like a bunch of like cat spoons, like spoons specifically for dishing out cat food. Mm-hmm. Like it sits on the side of the sink. Like that's what it's for. It's like specifically for holding like cat food spoons because I'm like, I'm not going to drink out of this. I have better mugs. I use destiny mugs, but that's what I still have. It Cause I can't be, I, I can't throw it away. She bought it for I mean, me. Why would you? I mean, that's but perfect. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird fucking mug. It's very creepy. So? Anyway. um, <laughs> So I have this mystery box. So I called my mom. I'm like, the fuck is this? this? What is this? I don't know where it is. I'm like, where did it come from? There's no label inside. So maybe it's a gift. I look for the gift receipt. There's no gift receipt. There's no fucking label. Like, usually there's a return receipt. Nah, nothing. It's not in the box. There's nothing. Nothing. No. There's, who the fuck sent me this box? Who knows my full name? <laughs> my mom sends me this text. I have to read it to you because it makes no <laughs> sense. Oh shit! Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Hi, I'm not sure what is going on. I received a message from Amazon that my last order credit card was denied. I looked into it. It has your name and address, but it was delivered here. The card number ended in blank, which was canceled. Not sure what is going on. Do you? Question mark. I'm like, what? It's delivered here. No, obviously it was delivered here. I have it. It's right here. It's here. It has my name on it. My name and address because it was delivered here. That's how boxes work, right? I mean, it's how they work when Solid Snake isn't using them to sneak past guards. Am I right? 
Right? When it has your name and address on something and it goes through the mail, that's where it arrives to. That's how mail works. I figured it out, guys. Blues, clues, blues, clues. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. Amazon. It's from Amazon. So that insane series of texts from my mom, which made zero sense and was from a crazy person. I called her and she just told me absolute gibberish. And I was like, okay, okay, old lady, I don't know what you're talking about. My mom is getting like rather old and she also drinks a lot. And like, that's like an actual serious thing. Like my parents drink a lot of wine. And like, I was like, I'm like, did you order this mistakenly and just have it sent to me by mistake? Like, was this a thing you did and you just don't remember? And she's like, no, why would I do that? And I'm like, okay, so just making sure, like, I just had to check, you know, I'm being a good daughter. It's okay. And so then she's like, no, there was also a $200 charge for a gift card in my account. I'm like, okay. What? Yeah. Excuse me, what? And I'm like, okay, it obviously it said it was denied. That's what the denied meant. So it's starting to make more sense. But, but uh, I, I just, I, and, um, but, but to whomst, <laughs> to whomst I say. <laughs> to whomst. This is this is the other mystery to Hoomst. I don't know, Rendell. To Hoomst. I don't know. I don't know. So someone had access to her account. She has no idea. What does she do? Instead of being smart, like I told her to, A, go into your account, change your password. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's just general OPSEC if something like this happens, you know? Right. So you being security professional, IT professional, mm-hmm. what would you recommend someone do? This kind of situation, there's two big things I would recommend. Number one, mm-hmm. first, given that this is Amazon, go in, change your password. It's like bare minimum. Mm-hmm. My usual recommendation for password generation is going to be you know anything above 10 characters is kind of what i would consider bare minimum if you can get closer to 15 or 20 that's better it's a little bit more difficult for dictionary attacks to crack that and if you're in a kind of situation where you're thinking no i can't remember these passwords that's fine get a password manager dash lane and LastPass, not sponsored by either of them have really good ones and if you oh that's the other thing if you're really concerned with the possibility of banking information having been compromised which let's be honest if it's amazon it's relatively easy to do the other thing i'd highly recommend call your bank let them know what happened they should be able to walk you through next best steps to take in that scenario easy peasy so those are actually the things i told my mom to do so what did she do instead called amazon Huh? What? You don't call Amazon. She called Amazon. How the f- hey. how the fuck did she call Amazon? This is my question. I'm like, where did you find a phone number for Amazon? Okay, I'm. What the? What the how? What the fuck? How the fuck? She finds phone numbers. What for everything? Like legit. I don't know how she finds these phone numbers, but I am worried. 
because she's just like, oh, yeah, I just Googled phone number for Amazon oh, and then no. like called it. And I'm like, bitch, please oh, no, no, do no, not no, do no, that. No, 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 no. Like never <laughs> call phone numbers. Oh, God, why? That you just randomly find on Google. And then she's like, yeah. And then I had them help me change my password, but it just didn't work. Like we tried and tried and it just didn't work. I'm like, yeah, because you're giving them your password. And your information, you just gave it to them. You can't see me. I'm face palming right now. I'm like, you gave them literally all your information. Why would you do that? You gave them everything. Okay. Side note before we go much further. So at my work, we do fishing tests that are scenarios that are kind of similar to this with the express purpose of preventing our workers from falling for this kind of shit. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm cringing right now because this is the kind of shit that I stop people from doing on a professional level. She hardcore failed. She failed your test. No, th- this has gone f- so far beyond failing. I, I just. I, She's patient zero failed your test. This is like fishing mailed territory we're talking oh, about. Oh, no. She like, she fish and chipped your test. She like went so far past fishing your test. Like she became the sea. What? Like she is now Poseidon. <laughs> 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 what the fuck even analogy is that orchid? <laughs> She's a scented past fish. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it made more sense in my head before I said it out loud. Shut up. It's staying in the episode. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, it's going to because it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> but she like did this. And I'm just like, why would you do this? And I told her, like, just go on Amazon. And she's like, oh, my password still works. I'm like, fucking bitch. Of like, course it does. I'm like, go on Amazon. Delete your pet, like, delete your credit card. Literally just do that. Uh, just, just, just do it, please. Literally just delete your credit cards. Oh delete God. all of your credit cards. Just delete all of them. Delete them, please. Delete your banking information. Delete all of it. And then just make a new account and add those to that account. And then change your password and make it not that password. Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, I'll do it later. I'm like, do it now. Do it right now. Do it now. Don't do it later. Do it now. She's like, well, I'm busy right now. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to have some wine outside. It's really nice. I'm like, bitch, do it now. Like, fuck. And then she wonders why she has problems. I'm like, you dumb cunt like i swear to god okay so here's the thing when you're talking about operational security that's what i was referring to earlier opsec right so it really doesn't matter 
how sophisticated or how strong your network security system is. You could have the most advanced shit in place. You could have, I was going to say most advanced antivirus, but we both have strong opinions about antivirus software. But the point remains, the weakest part of the equation is always the end user. Every single time. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So that's that was my my great mystery was apparently someone got into my mom's Amazon account, sent me weird shit and then tried to get a $200 gift card and couldn't and then gave up. And I'm like, just delete your stuff, get a new account. And she still hasn't as of today. This was like three days ago, four days ago. So I'm just like, I can't even I'm just anyway mystery not quite solved I'm pretty certain there's more like my dad has been like there's something going on with my Norton and so, so I'm sure we're gonna have more mystery God. for you another time there's gonna be more mystery later because I still haven't heard about that mystery mm. there's gonna be more mystery I'll already I have very strong opinions about Norton in particular oh yeah we're going to have case two, case two next week. So tune in next week for the thrilling conclusion of this bullshit case from Orkadu Gumshoe, I guess. It's Neon Nerd. Wow. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Jesus wept. Anyway, so next week is the last story week. So we'll go over all of the story next week when Elmas is back. Yay. Uwu. Wait, what? Uh, Hold on. Thing, Why is that Uwu? Uh, Uwu. I don't know. My fingers did that when I said that. It just did the Uwu thing while I was sitting here. It just made the Uwu fingers. I did the like finger guns, but together. And so well, I just said uwu when it happens, like automatically. We'll be following up with the foiling conclusion of the story next week, uwu. <laughs> this is like the opposite of any uwu story I've ever done. Like, this story has been traumatic and tragic. So, uwu, shit. <laughs> like,. Ooh, woo, I'm going to go cry. <laughs> like, I mean, if you want an ooh, woo, I went to PetSmart yesterday to buy cat food, and they had a bunch of, like, small dog beds that are those squishmallow pillows, mm -hmm. but flat. And I found one that looked like a pineapple, so I bought it. <laughs> but it's for me and not the dog. So I have... I have a pineapple pillow for orchid. Nice. <laughs> and not the dog. It's for me. And the dog is like, for me, woo. And I'm like, get the fuck off my pillow. <laughs> this is mine. Ooh-woo. Mm. <laughs> Ooh-woo. Yeah. Anyway, last thing we have on our list is zone control. Yeah. We played that this week. What do you think? It was fun. It yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, we played with um we played with Mike a little bit and Rez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and you. It was fun. It's a multiplayer mode where you actually get rewarded for playing the objective. Who knew? Who knew? It was a lot of fun. I had a really good time. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, too. Yeah. When um, I was playing with Mike in res before you joined us, because um, you were still at work. Mm-hmm. Or driving back from <laughs> driving oh, back from LA <laughs> before you could join us. Um, you know what I was doing in LA? I was just on my way to my vegan Pilates class, sipping on sustainable kombucha. Oh my god, that sounds so nice. Sitting in traffic on the four hundred five, I would kill myself uh, on the ten. Actually. Um, Oh, jeez. On the 10? The 10 is worse. Oh, God. And there's all kinds of construction that's going on there right now. Of course it does. It's summertime. It's summer and it's the 10 freeway. The 10 always has construction. It takes you three hours to go three miles. Oh, my God. I hate the 10. Jesus Christ. You know two people are from California when you start getting together and talking about traffic and directions and freeways. I'm just sitting here like, my house is off of the 10. How dare you? Uh, the 10 is still garbage. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I am a little bit closer to like Palm Springs. So it kind of works. It's okay. My parents live like not far off of the 101. Oh, God. Yeah, it's hot garbage. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bear in mind that that's not even the worst commuting I've had. My weekly commute to and from college was on the 91. No. Yes. What? Mm-hmm. And it was late 2000s, the 91, so, you know, it was a real piece of shit. I'll tell you what. Oh, my God. I would hate that. We've talked about, like, I lived in Pasadena for a while. Yeah, that's my hometown. And when I lived in LA. I loved Pasadena. Pasadena is really nice. I mean, Pasadena is still nice, though. Yeah, Pasadena is really sweet. Yeah. I would live there again. Just fuck a lucky boy, though. <laughs> <laughs> That was a whole experience. At least Shake Shack is there now. You have a Shake Shack now? Yeah, there's a Shake Shack in Pasadena. What? It's only like a couple blocks away from my folks' house. What? No. There was no Shake Shack when I lived there. Yeah, probably because, actually, I don't know when you were in Pasadena, but it's possible Shake Shack didn't even exist then. God. Oh, my God. Man. Yeah, there's a couple of them that have been popping up in Southern California. I know there's one in downtown L.A. There's one in Burbank, I think. And then they have the one in Pasadena. Oh, my God. Mad. <laughs> Love Shake Shack. Anyway. So, um, yeah. Zone control is fun. Now I want Shake Shack. God damn it. Cool. Neat. Fun. Thanks. Thanks. Welcome. Thanks. It's only been 95 <laughs> degrees. We have no water in the lab right now, so we have no air conditioning and heat rises and my lab is on the top floor. Ooh. And the windows don't open. Oh, God. That sounds like a living hell. <sighs> I am so sorry. Yeah, it's really stinky. Because we're all sweaty. 
So it's like a weird hot box situation where it's just like body odor and chlorine and depression. And sadness. And anger. Now that you think about it, though, the human body is what, like 70% water? Yeah. So you're basically just breathing each other with all the sweat. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So I'm breathing Alex 2.0 all the time. Oh, God. Gross. Thanks for thanks for that. Neat. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse. That's neat. Blah. I want to die now. Let's go to a lore network ad. That sounds mm -hmm. that sounds like a solid plan. Let's let's cleanse ourselves with a lovely lore network ad. Clean out my nose. I'm gonna get a neti pot while we're doing the lore network ad. Fuck. Jesus. The lore network. Do you have any burning questions or theories from the story of Destiny the Game? Check out our podcast, Spin Foil Theory, where we examine your burning questions about Destiny's rich history and lore. Listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher. Also check us out on our website, SpinFoilTheory.com, for articles, memes, and extra content. I feel much cleansed. Sinus is feeling cleared after using the neti pot now? No. No. I'm going to have to do it like eight more times. <laughs> Dear God. Get the stench of Alex 2.0 up out of oh there. Oh my God. It's never going to get out. It's <laughs> never going to come out. I think it's permanent. Oh God. Uh, oh, Jesus wept. Do you want to read the little lore explanation, Rendell? You know what? Sure. Let's go ahead. Let's do that. Okay. Some lore isn't pressed neatly into lore books, but they add to the overall universe of Destiny. So, we're going to use these little lore episodes to do a deep dive into these individual lore tabs. Brief intro to the topic. This is going to be a reading for the Trespasser Exotic Sidearm. This is the seasonal exotic sidearm given to you in the season pass for Season of the Haunted. So it's just it's 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 in the season pass. It's just right there. Yeah, that's how you obtain it. Just open up your tab and just get it there. Mm -hmm. Just grab it. Just get it there. Just just touch it and it's yours. So easy. So easy, breezy, beautiful. Mm -hmm. And the flavor text reads, "You." I get are... to read that part. Oh shit! Do you? I get to read. It's my turn. Is it? I, I thought that. Wait, hold on. Is get off my balls, Rendell. <laughs> Your metaphysical balls. <laughs> my actual balls. Get off my actual balls, Rendell. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, get on with it. Uh, no, I'm. I'm actually. You get to read it because I'm just oh, reading the, it, the, this and that and the that and the and Eris's <laughs> part. Yeah, we planned this so well this week, didn't we? And that. <laughs> okay, fine. Pull ourselves together. Let's do this. And the flavor text reads, You are not welcome. It kills me to say, but I really am impressed. The voice says, an echo reverberating from the past. Ikora does her best to keep focused, 
to push past a breath of resurging anguish. But a nightmare like this refuses to be so easily ignored. It stands at her side, wearing her friend's face, horn and all, the ribboned edges of its cloak swaying beside the hand cannon holstered at its hip. It speaks with his voice, but its words are false and dripping with poison. She forces herself forward, climbing the steps to the Leviathan's entrance. Walking in uninvited is usually my whole thing. It continues as it floats beside her. Unless you started taking after me. You are nothing more than a memory. Ikora replies without looking at it. You are not him. Can't argue with that logic. After all, he's dead, it says, flashing a smile. Ikora flinches as the nightmare circles around, hovering just over her shoulder. Thanks to Zavala, you, and most of all, thanks to Aldrin Sov. Ikora's brow furrows, and she clenches her fists, continuing her ascent. He shot me with my own gun, the nightmare presses. Do you remember that? Ikora picks up her pace. Still, the nightmare follows. I mean, you must, right? What was it you promised to do? Mount his head on his precious throne. That was some real big talk, Ikora. But instead of choosing that, instead, you welcome that scumbag to the tower with open arms. So I'm thinking either your memories are a little mixed up, or maybe you really have forgotten what that murderer did to me. Crow is not Aldrin. Ikora seethes. The nightmare smirks. Right. Just like I'm not Cade. Ikora spins on her heel, chest heaving, void light flaring in her fists and deep within her eyes. But there is nothing behind her. Only the emptiness of space. Eris's voice crackles over the comms. Ikora, perhaps it would be best for you to return. Ikora breathes deeply, palms flat at her sides. She gives the Leviathan's doors one long, final look before turning back. Damn. Uh, that's, um, we should say uh, thanks to Chuck. Absolutely. Um, or we should say Maya Shepard for reading uh, Kate's part. Absolutely. It, it's Kate is, is just, it's just. It's Kate is so good. Just um, phenomenal. It is just so talented. And, uh my Ikora and Eris are passable. Well, I mean, we have a reputation as the most professionally unprofessional podcast within the Destiny space, so, you know, I think it'll be just fine. I, yes, for having 
yeah five seconds to figure <laughs> out that i was gonna do it i winged it and it was awesome yeah so <laughs> um this was really hard to read yeah. and um I'm a little upset that Ikora got... I mean, I know Ikora and Cade were, like, best friends. But I feel like Cade would be more our nightmare and not Ikora's. I think I could see that. At least for some people, their guardian's nightmare would probably be Cade. I think the big thing in Ikora's case, though, really stems from that regret in the immediate aftermath of his death where... She so desperately wanted to act. You know, she had all that big talk. You know, we're going to mount Aldrin Sov's head to his precious throne. And she was unable to do a thing. Not on her own. And she harbors a deep regret for not being able to avenge her friend. If she wasn't allowed to grieve really like i don't think she really was because she had to have that um that really um, she had to be the person that um took care of things she and zavala did when Cade died and so that's why we were the ones that had to take revenge and so I think maybe that's why Cade was her nightmare, because she didn't have that closure that we got. Yeah, I can see that. Because she couldn't go out and kill Aldrin. Like, she couldn't finish the job if Cade really was her best friend. Right. And especially just in that moment, the way that she was, she was out for blood when all that went down. Yeah. It wasn't just that. It's like she was so mad. She was shaking like she was so full of grief. She was she she was speechless almost. She didn't she was almost paralyzed with grief. But she had to continue on with her daily duties or nothing would get done. And that's not even taking into account all the stuff the Vanguard had to deal with in the aftermath. Mm -hmm. You know, there was certainly everything that happened within the Forsaken campaign. We all know that. You know, in the aftermath of that, dealing with Osiris trying to get Saint back and all the potential repercussions that could have come from that. Not even to mention the pyramids on the moon. Everything that came along with that. Season of Arrivals. Planets disappearing? Yeah, and the weird-ass anomalies that were left in their place. Yeah. Like, and then Guardians wielding darkness all of a sudden. Yeah. Savathun coming back on her bullshit, and suddenly the Hive are wielding the light. And that's stuff where you just got to step up. I mean, that's a lot of shit. And Kate being gone in addition to that, and then suddenly he's showing up again this season after all of that happening. All of that happening. And she avoided seeing him. Like, she went to the moon with Eris and didn't see him there on the moon. Mm -hmm. 
during shadow keep and now she sees him yeah which a lot of that has to do with whatever callus is doing i'm sure we'll figure out the exact nature of that soon but that appears to be magnifying or intensifying the potency of the nightmares and bear in mind as far as we know that the nightmares as they exist are kind of a manifestation of the person who is being haunted their feelings on the situation their doubts and it just takes that and reflects it right back at you and the fact that it's just wearing Cade's face and is just spitting all of this venom at her all of these harsh harsh words god it it, it just tears you apart seeing it happen you know I don't think Cade would ever speak that way towards her. No, never. Like, Cade loves her. And you knew that he did when you saw him um, or when you heard the way he spoke to her or about her in the final mission um, when we got Ace of Spades um, on Titan. And that was, like, so heartbreaking uh, when you open like those last couple of chests, yeah, and he says goodbye, like, like that mission, like if I even thinking about it, like fucking wrecks me. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, and God, I I just remember it almost it brought me close to tears. Like still thinking about it, like, like thinking about how he said goodbye to Zavala, like it it was all Cade's will, and I think that was the name of the mission. Yeah. I think you're right and it was a solo mission it was meant to be done solo because his last will was for you yeah that's right because you got you got his gun it was for you yeah and in my case you know i use ace all the time pretty much mm-hmm. yeah. and for people who never got to play it i'm really sorry because and especially if you never got to experience him as a character and then like got to play through forsaken and then play that mission. Cause it was, that was, that mission was the closure for our, me. And I think for a lot of people. Yeah. I can second that, you know, just Kate's gone and he's not coming back. No, but like, this is hard to read. Like this lore tab. I can see. Yeah. We know that a big theme of this season really is coming to terms with your demons and, you know, becoming a better person on the other side of it. But really, in Ikora's case, I know she's not going to go through the same ritual that we have with all the main characters this season, but really, I just, I kind of hope that she has a chance to grieve, finally. Come to terms with what's happened and move on. I'm glad she understands that her nightmare isn't Cade, just like she yells that Crow isn't Aldrin. And defends him. Yeah. Well, I mean, that just makes sense for Ikora. She's logical. She knows at face value that this 
Nightmare isn't Cade, just as much as Crow isn't Aldrin Sov. But it's still just eating away at her. And it takes Eris calling out to her and telling her, you know, maybe you should back off. That's what it takes to get Ikora to pull back. It's good, though. Oh, it's really, really good. I I really like this lore tab a lot. I think it's really good. Yeah. The other kind of cool thing about it is that this single lore tab, this kind of is talking about all of the themes of the season in a nutshell. It's just right there in one little package. Yeah. So, Orchid, shout outs? Yeah. Um, so for little lores, I uh, will we've had a bunch of them lately, but I will say again for people every episode is someone's first episode, which is wild to me. Um Right? It's I would say go back and start at our first episode, but you shouldn't do that. Why would you do that? <laughs> Constantly, I'm like, don't start at our first episode. But people are like, I started at your first episode. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because, you know, people like to listen chronologically. <laughs> if they're new to Destiny, they're like, oh, yeah, let's let's start off with all the old lore. Oh, my God. Okay. Cringe. Um, uh, we like to shout out whatever the thing is, but our favorite one of the thing. So th- this is our favorite sidearm. <laughs> For those um, who are unaware, Orchid has a real, you know, thing uh, about sidearms. <laughs> um, my favorite sidearm is a uh, year one sidearm from Iron Banner called the Allied Demand. I like it. This is um, a full auto sidearm. It's really nice. I used to use it uh, with a sniper rifle. And it cleans up really nicely. Hmm. And is it just uh, like the way that it feels? Is it more the aesthetic of it? Uh, it feels really nice. And um, it's just, it pew pews like really nicely. And it has a total vertical recoil. And uh, it's not janky. And I just, I used to clean up really well with it. It was just super, super nice. And I had it for a long time. I had like thousands of kills on it. And uh, then I deleted it. It's one of like the few static rolled like sidearms. But yeah, it was like a it was a year one sidearm. And it's total garbage now because you can get random rolls. But it's a static <laughs> roll sidearm. I loved it so much. It's a dumbass sidearm that I adored. So what's your favorite one? Um... If we're going to keep this to legendaries, I'm going to go with Buzzard. Buzzard. Yeah, it was a Vanguard sidearm. Uh, actually, it was a ritual weapon, I think. Oh. From Season of the Dawn. Oh, nice. But yeah, it was just a really cool looking sidearm. Uh, the recoil pattern was pretty predictable. Very angular looking weapon. Had a very like angular suppressor on the end of it. It had a red dot. And it just felt really, really solid. So we know, you know, shooting guns in Destiny is always really satisfying, but they somehow really just nailed it 
with that sidearm. It just made it an absolute pleasure to clear rooms with. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Huh. I was really upset when it ended up on the sunset pile because, you know, it was fun to make builds with it. I really want them to bring back that uh, weapon model on something else, though. Hmm. That sounds nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I miss it. Oh. But yeah, I think um, I think mine came out with Warmind. I think that's when mine came out. So season three. Yeah, I think mine was season three. Something like that. But I just remember mine had ricochet rounds. Oh. That's why I liked it. And it had an extended mag. That sounds nasty in all the right ways. That's that's I think that's why I liked it. And it was vertical. And it had an auto-loading holster. So you basically just go off and do things with your sniper rifle and it just reloads itself for you. Nice. Uh-huh. It was a pretty great little gun. I really liked it. But it was in the kinetic slot, and it was cute. And, uh, yeah, green, because it was Iron Banner. <laughs> Iron Banner. Iron Banner. Anyway. Yeah, that one. Yep. That one. Fucking I some special things for people. Saladin. Do you have any actual shout outs since we're doing this as like a medium lore episode? A medium lore episode. Oh, my God. I mean, we're almost at an hour or so. <laughs> Figure this is like a medium lore episode. Um, uh, fuck shit. Um, actually, you know what? Yeah. Shout out to Lewis Hamilton. Actually. Oh, good shout out. Yeah. Just uh, there was a thing earlier where there were racist remarks that were being thrown his way. But it's just a reminder of the fact that he genuinely has spearheaded a lot of efforts to improve equality within the Formula One space and beyond. And that's just genuinely a really admirable thing to be doing. And it's something that we should be standing behind. So, yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, I second that, actually. Lewis Hamilton uh, is a goat. Like, I really like him. I, I warmed up on him for over the course of the season. Yeah. I like him a lot. <laughs> Sorry that the Mercedes is a bit shit this year, but... God, prayer hands. <laughs> <sighs> prayer hands for Mercedes. Prayer hands and finger guns. Jeez. George Russell, like, can make the car go. I think it's just because, like, his old car was so shitty that, like, he could make that go. He could make anything go if he could make his old car go. Yeah, so. if he can make P2 in that Williams. Jesus. Yeah. If he can make a Williams car, like, do good things, he can make, like, the shitty porpoising Mercedes, like, get, you know, to P3 easy. <laughs> Easy, no problem. Easy game like, for babies. Easy game for babies. I'm hoping that, you know, he podiums this weekend at Silverstone. I oh, really do. Yeah, that'd be I great. want him to do so well. I want him to do so well. Like his home race, I want him to do so well. That'd be so cool to see, yeah. wouldn't it? Mm hmm I want him to do well. He's so cute. He's adorable. 
I want to punch his dumb smug face. But he's so adorable. <laughs> this, by the way, is exactly what watching Formula One with Orchid is like. It just goes to the intro and she's just like, my boys. It's my boy. Not that one. I want to punch him in the face. It's my boy. It's my boy. Not that one. My boy. My boy. <laughs> nope. Not that one. My boy. <gasps> Look, it's Checo. <gasps> my boy. Boy, Checo. Checo's the best. My boy. That's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> Every single time. Checo's my favorite one. Yes, I know he is. Checo's great. Gotta represent Mexico. Anyway, I have some special things. Um, the artwork for this episode is courtesy of insert person or organization here because Orchid didn't finish the show. <laughs> I'm pretty certain it's going to be courtesy of Bungie. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to be courtesy of Bungie because I can't be bothered to find pictures of anything else. So congratulations, Bungie. Thank you person or organization at Bungie. Oh, God, that is 100% staying in the episode. (laughs) It's also highlighted green, so it almost remembers to insert person and or organization here. It's either Volshock or it's Bungie. Those are the only two people. It's It's gotta be one or the other, and it's gonna be Bungie this time, so sorry, Volshock. We love you. Love you, Volshock. You know what? Go go, go, Go follow Volshock. He does great shit. Go follow Volshock beyond twitter like he's got fucking great pictures but like fucking it's gonna be bungee this time sorry bullshock the audio for this episode is produced by this chuckle fuck <laughs> rindle divas you can find him at rindle divas the music in this episode is copyrighted bungee oh <gasps> we didn't even talk about bungee oh we're gonna have to do that next week <sighs> we're able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators oh god they do. do they love their content creators we'll talk about that next they week they do <laughs> because it was in their 30 page like a suit against one of their content creators <laughs> i read every page i did too it was so good oh my god they eviscerated him <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's fucking go if you'd like to dive into the destiny lore in your own visit ishtar collective on the internet everyone knows where that is i don't know why we have to read the website every single time elemis <laughs> They're the resource we use to make our show notes. Go to Ishtar Collect if you know where that God is. Damn it. It's, it's the fucking website. Search for them on the internet. Thank you, Baxter. Reminder. Thank you, Baxter. We love you. Um, Twitter, guardians underscore lore. At hey, it's Orchid. At I underscore am underscore LMS. At Rindle Zivas. That's where we are. Twitter. Email guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Leave us a review if you want. I mean, thank you. Leave us a review. Or don't. We're not your parents. I'm not your mom. I mean, even though I just told a group chat of like 19 other people that I am their mom and their dad. (laughs) And they're my gremlins. I literally told them that tonight. So, (laughs) I mean, take that with a grain of salt. Jesus. Also, do you know what actually really helps us? If you just tell your friends, it helps us more. So, um, you know, do us a favor and tell a friend about us. And like that helps us a lot. So just tell your friends that you enjoy our podcast and maybe they'll give us a listen too. That really helps. Um, Hopefully they'll actually start with this episode and not starting all the way at the beginning. 
<laughs> like everyone seems to. I don't know about that. Also, five stars on Spotify. Yes, really yes, yes, us yes, too. yes, 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 yes. Five, five stars, stars on Spotify if you guys have a chance. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Mm -hmm. um, the correct Jordan, number of stars on Spotify is the number that comes after four. It is. Five stars, please. Yes, please. Guys. Um, join our Discord, discord.gg slash lorehub. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can visit ko-fi.com slash guardians underscore lore. Uh, thank you. Yes. We really appreciate you. it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Rindle. Yes. You've now been on multiple episodes. Yes. I'm so sorry. Why are you sorry? Or congratulations. <laughs> It's a boy. It's a podcast. Is it your boy? <laughs> it's my boy. <laughs> no. Say oh, goodbye. God. Goodbye. Goodbye. Otters. Or what? <sighs> you too? Yes. Why are you both like this? God, I thought we were just gonna have like one night that would just end normally, and you and Elmas are both the same. But he's not here, so somebody's gonna say it. Fuck. Goodbye. Goodbye. Otters. <laughs>